make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Triple and Yes. Oh, sorry, oh. I was going to say help. <laughs> we didn't ascertain who was going to go first because that's prepare. what All Mate does. Yeah. It's, there's no Elliot today, spoiler alert. It's just me and producer Luke. Far away, my friend. Hello. Um, so the other day I was at dinner uh, with some friends and um, I guess there was like a birthday going on at this dinner, so it was like another table. And um, they did the, like, it's my absolute worst nightmare. And that's what this, I don't celebrate my birthday for this reason. Um, but they were having a birthday. The people brought the cake out. <gasps> And everyone started singing, the yeah. waiters started singing, the whole restaurant started singing, and I was like, oh my God, that poor person, like, I just wanted to sink into the floor on their behalf. We will agree on that, because I love being the centre of attention, obviously, I'm extroverted. I hate, more than anything, when people yeah. sing at me. Yeah. Also, if I go to, like, an intimate show, and it doesn't matter how good the singer is, if they stare at me, oh. I fall apart. Does that make you uncomfortable? Oh, so I thought uncomfortable. you'd love that. So if you're at a Michael Bublé concert and he's singing directly to you, singing... Yeah, but he's really famous, so I can deal with it. And there'd be like 50,000 people oh. there. It's when it's like an intimate setting. My least favourite thing ever is if... Have you ever been... What with... if it was an intimate Michael Bublé concert where there's only 50 people in the room? I don't know why. Oh, actually, no, I would hate that. Yes, I would I would hate that. He'd have to look at other people. But, but I don't know why. You. The worst one ever, though, is... The most uncomfortable I can ever be is if, you know, when you've got, like, a friend yep. and they'll try and tell you about a song, they'll be like, oh, you know, I really love um, Baby I Love Your Way by Big Mountain. You're like, oh, how does that go? And they're like, mm, baby, I love your way. Oh, yeah, no, I hate that. Yeah. Like, just sing like no. a normal person. I don't want I don't want you to flex you that you're yeah. a great singer to it's me. It's not a performance. Yes. Anyway. If they vibrato or they do, like, a... So the, so the poor person was having the bir- happy, uh, happy birthday sung to them. You know how it always takes someone in the group super alpha to start the hip hip? Yes, it's me usually. Well, some random on a completely different table was the alpha hip hipper. Oh my God, that's actually wanky. <laughs> like, you and can't hip-hip someone else's party. I was sitting there at the other table next to this table, rogue table, of the rogue hip-hipper, and I went, oh. And because how many times did they do it? That's the other thing. I've been there to places. There were two birthdays in that restaurant that day, and this rogue hip-hipper. Did both. Rogue hip-hipped both Were birthdays. his friends embarrassed by him? Because I would be like, you're cancelled from my life. I don't know. Oh, I'd just kick him out. You're done. You're done. But yeah, I thought, geez, that 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 takes some balls. Hip hipping someone else. Like, there's someone in that friendship group that's the alpha that missed out on their opportunity to hip hip. Yep, they got out. And did they also get like when he went to hip hip? Did someone else at the actual table begin to hip hip? No, I think he did it so early. Like he 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 picked the precise moment, the most optimal hip hipping point. Oh my god, that he guy did it. is 100 percent the person that sings well to you when he does a song. To- <laughs> Like, they're the same person. Oh, oh, happy birthday. Cringe. Uh, I don't care if you're a good singer. Sing monotoned to me to demonstrate. Otherwise embarrassed. Or or when you're in the car with them and a song comes on and you're singing along to it very basically and they start doing little bits and pieces. Like, shut up. I don't care. 
one. So it's the worst thing you can do to me. <laughs> I passionately am so against it. I can't believe it's taken this long to raise this. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, though. Anyway, what was on the show? No worries. Uh, Scott Hillier was on the show. He gave you a couple of uh, camping tips for for our road trip that we're heading out to. Uh, we're going to make you go camping, actually. So I Mon- actually am. Yes. Okay. We're going to talk exciting. about this in a couple of days when okay. Ellie gets back. But um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna set you up with an actual camping. So you would have thought that that would be like I'd be upset about that. But no, it's actually the opposite. I'm no, excited I know that, and I know thrilled. It's exactly what you wanted to yeah, do. That's why bet. we're doing it. Uh, we did biggest fights over the smallest issues, which is off the back of my marriage. <laughs> uh, top things that needed a name change and got one after Solo lost their right to have their new drink named yeah. a certain thing. And Howie, Mark Howie Howard, yes. to preview the World Cup semi-final tonight between Australia and South Africa and whether Dave Warner will retire because I secretly want to know. And, like, he'd know. They're I, friends, I think. I think he would exactly. And, and he would, and yeah, it was I, pretty I, yeah. blatant was, with what he thinks. Yes, he's very firmly in one One camp. side of the camp, which yeah. you will never know. Look at me. Yay, look at you. Not I didn't spoil it again. Anyway. You live and learn. All right, that's it. That's it. Enjoy. Hopefully Elliot's back tomorrow. Okay, bye. This bye. is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. <laughs> got him on, got him on. This is Out of Town with Scott Hillier. Can't be this sort of stuff. That's right. A man that actually gets outside of a studio, <laughs> sees the real <laughs> Queensland on the ground. He's an outdoorsy bloke. He wears a lot of car keys. Scott Hillier of Creek <laughs> to Coast fame. How are we, mate? I'm good, AB. Now, how are you? Like... You've got the A-team on today, I believe. Is that a little whisper I'm hearing around the traps? Correct, yes. Elliot is out, unfortunately. He's off crook oh. as well. It's that time of the year, yeah, I feel. Everyone's yeah, just winding down. Yeah, well, there's even whispers about, well, there's a really bad COVID getting around. and I don't know whether you've talked about it. Well, we don't talk about the C word no, on this show, no, Scotty. we don't, know. Anyway, we're looking forward to good Chrissy. I was a bit crook, crook the other day too, AB, but you know what you need to do? Or tell Elliot? Home, a couple of little nips of scotch, and away you go. You'll be back. That is, yeah. <laughs> I think that yeah. was the same approach my grandfather had in the 70s. It probably works, but well, shout I'm out. I'm an old boy. I'm so, an old boy. So what's happening at the moment, Scotty? There's a few more closures that people yes. got to take note of? At, at the moment, you know, the fisheries are, you know, managing our fisheries. So we all, as anglers, and I know a lot of the listening listeners out there are mad keen fishers. So so the coral reef finfish closure has just finished. So the good news is weather looks pretty good sort of in central northern Queensland for the weekend. So you can go out and chase your nanny guy, your, your red emperor, your coral trout. They're all ready to take. But the northern Spanish mackerel closure is in force. And that's right through until the 1st of December. So can't chase Spanish mackerel, but you can get out and chase the reefies. And it does look pretty good for the weekend. So, and of course, the Barramundi closure kicks off on the, is in force now. So just have to be mindful that you can't target Barra, but you can head up to our stock impoundments, you know, Tinaroo or Lake Proserpine, and you can still catch Barra on the dam. So, oh, that's a mouthful. That's now, a mouthful. Uh, Scotty, you are known for being a, uh, a, a five-star camper. You love your luxury <laughs> hotel room. Rooms when you yes, go out and on the road with Creek to go to actually camp. Now I don't yes. know if you've heard, but um, I'm sending AB and Elliot, and I'm going to have yeah. to tag along as well out on a bit of a yeah. road trip through the centre of the state. I did. Um, I did hear. AB yeah. wants to go camping desperately. Man, I've never got to as a I... kid, Scotty. Every time we tried to go, it rained. My parents weren't yeah. campers. My dad used to say the only stars I camp under are five stars. I feel yeah, like that applies like to wife. you a bit. 
Yeah, a little bit. Oh, no, as I say to you guys, I mean, on, on Creaky Coast, you'll see me roughing it in a small tent <laughs> or a swag, and I often put the question, do you think I sleep in that area? And I don't. I'm normally, I'm normally in a motel up the road. Yeah, but, I was going to say, there's always a Hilton <laughs> nearby for Scotty Hillier. <laughs> but what are you thinking, AB? Are you, are you guys swagging it, or are you taking tents, or what are you doing? I'd give it a crack, but I just don't know yeah. if my mate will. Yeah, get him. We should get a, get a couple of swags, and away you go. The only thing is, obviously, you've got to be access to the zippers because during the night if you've got to sneak out and do a little onesie. Yeah. Oh, I'd hope they wouldn't lock me in it and just leave me for the night. That would oh, be grim. Oh, oh. Maybe that's why that's, I haven't camped yet. But Scotty, tell us something. how far does AB need to roam from her, the, from the safety of the swag, <laughs> to be able to have a little tinkle? Okay, that's a really good question because if it's at night and there's could be dingoes and there's wild animals, animals around, I, I've had a friend, and I'm, names I will not disclose, has actually, they roll on their side and just unzip their zip and will do a little wee straight out of, straight no. out of their zip. Unfortunately, yeah, lo- logistically, I think that is harder for no. women, but I do respect yeah. that suggestion nonetheless. <laughs> so okay. what you need, AB, is just a little headlamp. A little headlamp is invaluable at night when you're camping. So you, you don't have, obviously don't sleep with it. You may, you may cause an injury. But if you need to get up during the night, you just pop them on uh, and it'll just give you good vision. And you're walking, you know, you're walking 40, 50 metres well away from other campers and, and down you go and you do your little business. Um, and just keep your eyes there for little predators because there could be a couple of nocturnal animals zipping around. Ooh, daunting. To have a daunting. Yeah. Well, thank you for the advice. We'll keep you posted as to whether or not that actually does happen. Oh, Scotty wait. Hillier, of course, you can catch him Saturday, 5.30pm, Creek to Coast on Channel 7. Thanks, mate. No, my pleasure. Enjoy you. I can't wait for the stories. I cannot wait. <laughs> they may make it to the news. <laughs> Elliot's off today. Probably due to, we're suspecting, our huge announcement yesterday that we are hitting the road going on a tiny towns tour <laughs> as a rush hour team, thanks to the legends at RACQ. Yeah, I think he, he, maybe it was just, a, it was overwhelming for him. He needed a day to process yeah. the fact that he's <laughs> yes. going to spend even more hours with me. Yeah. How exciting. Someone who is subjected to spending a lot of time with me against his will <laughs> is my beloved husband, Alex. Right. And he puts up with a bit. I will admit that. I think I'm pretty fun, but well, like... he signed up for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. He you literally know, he married, signed a document married, yeah, that exactly. said he has to put up with it yes. legally for now. Anyway, uh, we don't really fight, though. I will put that as a big testament to our marriage. We don't have many verbal disagreements. Which often. I find amazing because you spend so much time together. I know. We you just talk it out straight away. Together. However, last week we had a huge blue. Right. Huge, like the, probably the biggest in our marriage. Okay. And no, it wasn't because of cheating or lying or anything unreasonable or, or any of the like breaking of the commandments of marriage or whatever the rules are that you okay, sign on that dotted yeah, line. Yeah. It was about the dishwasher. We had a fight that was enormous about the dishwasher to the point where he nearly slept in another room. Wait, did you not stack it properly or did he no, not please. stack it properly? It wasn't even to do with that. Alex is perfect in every single way besides one... And that is, no matter what the time of day or the occasion, he will never, ever, ever, ever 
sorry, I'm not still mad about it, check to see if the dishwasher is empty before he places things dirty in the sink. And I make a huge effort when I leave in the morning to empty the dishwasher. So I figure the rest of the day, you know, like come dinner time, it's empty. We can fill it back up with stuff from cooking dinner. He will come home in the afternoon, make himself a cup of tea or whatever, have a snack, and he will just chuck his stuff into the sink willy-nilly and never check. It's to the point now where I want to put a sign on the dishwasher that says, I'm empty, fill me. But I don't want to be that passag. I... It is very minor because I'm struggling to care. <laughs> that's fair. I feel like some people out there would, like, and this would turn into a big thing. And if that's the worst of our worries, that's fine. But I want to hear about other huge fights over tiny issues that you've had, Queens, on a one triple three five three. You've had an enormous blue, and it's over something so insignificant. You can laugh about it now, or maybe. Well, maybe your relationship did actually end over it. Did anyone's relationship end over a dishwashing situation? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's those kinds of things that, yeah, if, you, if your marriage is ending over those kinds of things, you obviously had bigger problems. It was broken anyway. Okay, yeah. Queensland. One triple three five three. The biggest fights over the smallest things that you've had doesn't necessarily have to be in your relationship. Could be a friendship, family, yep. whatever it is. The bigger the fight, the smaller the issue, the better. Let's go to Rebecca in Cairns first. Tell us what was yours. Um, my husband has a bad habit of opening the dishwasher door in the morning to get his coffee cup out um, and leaving the door open so when the kids wake up, they empty the dishwasher. But, um, yeah, this morning, a couple of mornings ago, I came out at 5 o'clock in the morning and tripped over the dishwasher door and fully freaking lost it. And <laughs> I had the biggest tantrum that lasted for about two days, literally wouldn't talk to the family, and um, husband was super apologetic for... Like 24 hours until I managed to get rid of my cranks. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm starting to think that maybe LG or Panasonic, Rebecca, have a market in this. Like, I don't know, yeah. relationship counselling numbers on the dishwasher. Do you think perhaps it's like a common theme? <laughs> yeah, they should have instructions written on the door, like or something. He's not even my so husband. Don't have to point it out. But I'm getting enraged yeah. at the fact that he just takes his mug out as well. Like, honestly, wh- where does he get the audacity? Does he ever <laughs> empty the dishwasher? No, it's the kid's job to do it, but just for him to leave the door open, I'm just like, they know it's full. They're not going to do it, whether it's open or closed. Very so, justifiable anger yeah. from you. All right, thank you so much for the call. Let's stick in cans now. Thomas, what was your biggest fight over the smallest issue? Uh, the age-old fight over the air conditioner temperature. <laughs> yes, because, of course, women operate at a colder temperature than men, so we, we are always freezing. I'm wearing a jacket in this office 24-7. What happened? No, hold on. Well, Let him go. It appears, it appears it's the opposite. Really? I like the air conditioner on 23, and my partner likes it on 21 or 22. And most evenings, we have a little argument over the energy efficient and what temperature it should be on. I'm with you, uh, I'm with you, Thomas. Uh, I think the, the air conditioner needs to be on a higher setting, on the dry setting, and it's much dry. more comfortable. I wouldn't go as far as the dry setting, but it can't be any lower That's than madness. 23. Otherwise, the power bill just doubles and triples. Exactly. Okay, so she wants 23. Sorry, she wants 21, you want 23. I mean, exactly. I'm no relationship expert, but could you possibly settle on 22? No, because you still pay more power on 22 than 23. Okay, Thank you, fair, Thomas. Fair. It's never going to end you, for you. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elias. Big news, though, today, producer Luke. 
Now, this was very short-lived, unfortunately, for our poor friends over at Solo. A couple of weeks ago, they bought out a new alcoholic beverage. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was called Solo Hard. Hard Solo. Hard Solo, basically. <laughs> it was. It, it's like, um, what do they call those alcoholic soft drinks? Seltzers. Hard seltzers, seltzers hard as well seltzer, yeah, yeah. over in the US. It's yep. similar. The hard insinuates that it is alcoholic. However, basically, after a lot of negative feedback and a review of like an independent panel, they found that the name, because it still contained solo in it, it was misleading. People might not be able to do, differentiate between hard solo and regular solo, and therefore they need to give it a new name altogether. So what have they called it? It actually <laughs> hasn't been named yet. <laughs> You didn't read the article, no, no, did you? No, I didn't. What's the new name? <laughs> you didn't read the article. I've got it here. I sent you the article. Yeah, I've got it here. It doesn't say what it's going to be called. Oh, hard rated. <laughs> hard rated. It does not have the same ring to it, does it? It doesn't. It's not hard solo, that's for sure. It's a shame because the solo branding itself is very strong, and if I saw it in a shop, I'd probably be like, well, I know and trust solo. I Look, I, I, I get why they want to do these kinds of things. There can be confusion. It does. But they've changed the colour of the can to, to avoid the confusion. So I think automatically... And it says alcoholic on the front yeah, in the picture automatically that I've got here. You should just, like, honestly, if you can't read and know that that's a different product, you probably shouldn't be yeah, drinking it. Anyway. you are a bit of a worry as a person. I did, however, do a bit of a deep dive and found that there are a number of other famous brands that we know and love who've had name changes. Right. Okay, coming in at number three. 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 Pepsi. Pepsi Cola. It was founded back in 1893 yeah. by a pharmacist. He named the company after himself and called it Brad's Drink. <laughs> oh, doesn't okay. have the same ring to it. So Brad's Drink was later in 1898 renamed to Pepsi. Where they come up with the name Pepsi from? Don't know. <laughs> Just like the sound. I mean, when you open the Pepsi, it kind of sounds like the chink of it. <laughs> okay, sure. Another famous one coming in at number two. <laughs> Subway. Oh, was it not Our always called Subway? favourite sandwich brand. It was originally found in 1965 and it was called Pete's Super Submarines. I just oh, think in general okay. these are crap names. Like when you involve your own name in it, it just doesn't have the same ring to it. It's very, it's like narcissistic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's like Tony's Pizza. Well, he ended up, the guy that started it, he received a $1,000 investment and had to rename the company to this Pete guy's name. Right. So that's why they featured it in it, because the investor was like, I want to be involved. Ugh. But customers found the name too hard to pronounce and it was changed in 1968 to just Subway. Okay, cool. And then finally, because we love an Aussie one, one. coming in at number one, the fail that was iSnack 2.0. Oh, oh yes, You I remember, remember it? Well, yes. Vegemite wanted to bring out their cheesy spread and they did a survey and, and Australians voted for the name and you said it was a bit like that Bodie McBoat yeah, face. Yeah, Bodie McBoat face. Where they voted Tried the to crap name, the, name yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone was outraged at the crap name. Yes. <laughs> they did this. I remember Sydney as well. They did it after oh, Fairy McFairy face. It's so good. It's you like just the consequence of our actions. Yeah, you can't really trust the people. So obviously the I Snack 2.0, it did receive a lot of negative feedback when the name was approved. And then they eventually did another vote for another naming competition and renamed it the cheesy bite that it is today. Which, you know, I quite liked that as a spread. I didn't even know it existed, so that marketing wasn't that successful, unfortunately. <laughs> Sad for them. The big news yesterday, Luke. Very excited to share this with the people of Queensland. 
Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot are hitting the road and going on a Tiny Towns tour. AB, producer Luke, the Tiny Town tour rolls on. Where do we head next? RACQ Roadside Assistance is your road trip must-have. With 700 statewide rescue vehicles on hand, RACQ will help get you to where you'd rather be. Visit racq.com forward slash roadside. So excited about this one. We're going to be hitting the roads of Queensland to the unsung heroes, the tiny little towns with small populations that are rarely on the big maps. Excited for you and I, but less so for our mate yesterday, Elliot, when we broke the news to him. He is a bit of an introvert, famously. So the idea of hours on the road, staying in accommodation, every meal together. It's your dream. It's my dream. It's his nightmare, basically. And I, uh, I'm i putting together a bit of a checklist of things that I want to do on this tour. Oh, dear. But I know that if I run them straight by him, they're going to be immediately vetoed. So oh. I'd like you, producer Luke, to give me some yes and no's in regards to these So you're, uh, you're taking options. advantage of the fact that he's not here to try and get Correct. a few things over the, over the line. So I'm really early days into working on some playlists. Oh, we got a lot of hours together, we obviously. Do. I thought Musical Monday, so we'll just go through all the big ones, you know. <sighs> Les Mis, Well, Elliot Hamilton. likes musicals. Yeah, perfect. We'll sing along and I do like little duet karaoke's, karaoke's, okay. if you will. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, shared bunk beds in the room. Uh, I think that's an HR issue. We won't be doing bunk beds. I, the reason being classic. You know when you have your sleepover with your friends? Yep. You just want to talk all night. You don't yep. want to be limited to, like, separate rooms. I'm okay with it. I don't see. Snore. The thing with you and Elliot is that you, you're very much like brother and sister. And just like brother and sister, you hit an age where you can't be sharing rooms anymore. Oh, I take the two of you, with my sister for a bit. We but managed. Not, but not your brother. True, yes. true. So... With that line of thought, bunk beds, very bad idea. Okay, fine. All right. I will accept separate beds, but what about show tattoos? Well. I mean, he's got like a million anyway. Would he he even notice? Okay, that's a yes. But wait, you don't have any. I know. I might do one really tiny minuscule one that you need a microscope to see. Are you going to sacrifice your virgin skin for a tiny (sighs) town's tattoo? Depends what. If it's a picture of our pet steer, Wombat. Yeah. Potentially, yes. What about our sponsor, RACQ? They've paid a lot of money to make this happen. I don't know if I'm going to get an RACQ logo (laughs) on me, unless they want to give me free roadside assist for the rest of my life, in which case I'm very open to an RACQ if you get my drift. (laughs) Um, What about another team pet? Like, obviously, we've already got Wombat, but what about one that can come on the road with us, like a cattle dog or something? Rusty, Uh, the rush hour dog. As as cute as that sounds, no, because we barely look after Wombat as it is. Wombat the steer lives with Adam and Serena. Adam's doing a great job of looking after Wombat for us. We still haven't paid him yet. Well, famously, you know, we do delegate things to other people. This could be one of those. Like someone already has the dog and they just give it to us for the road trip and we drive around with it and it wears a little hat. And a rush hour no, logo on it. It's a bad it. idea. It's a bad idea. Okay, fine. That's that's all that okay. at this stage. All right. Maybe we write a book about the experience afterwards. So I don't we're know. maybe so getting many. we're maybe getting show tattoos and we're maybe allowing Musical Monday. Okay. Yes, Musical Monday. Maybe. I can't wait. I'm so excited. And hey, if you are from any of the tiny towns that we're visiting, by the way, now is the time in the next week to reach out. We want to hear from you. Brandon, 
Alpha, Serena, Clermont, Longreach, and Mudabara. Not in that order necessarily. (laughs) If you're from one of those, we want to hear from you because a lot of these places have got small populations. Could be a lot of secrets to share or just, I don't know, random anecdotes. Rush our QLD on Instagram. Maybe we can get a beer when we get there, potentially. I'd love that personally. But old mate should be back tomorrow. I'll fine tune this checklist and we'll go over it with him again. Elliot out today, and Luke, I am absolutely freaking out. It's just over an hour away. The Aussie cricketers are set to face South Africa in the World Cup semis over in Kolkata and hopefully progress to the finals against India. No one would have expected that we would be here now. Joined live from India, of course, by a man who is set to, of course, calm our nerves. Mark Howie Howard. Welcome to the Rush Hour, mate. How are you going? Hey, AB. Hey, Lukey. Um, yeah, I'm a touch edgy as well, mainly about the weather. I've been to Kolkata seven times this year, and it's been 39 and sunny every day. But today it is cloudy. There is talk of some showers. There is a reserve day tomorrow, but apparently there's a monsoon hitting tomorrow. But it looks okay, so hopefully uh, we get a game in. Yeah, because I've was actually i never spent any time, evidently, on the Indian Bureau of Meteorology, but the last <laughs> day that has changed for me. Uh, they were saying yeah. there was potential of a cyclone. What does actually happen if we get rained out tonight? The reserve day tomorrow, what happens with the finals? Yeah, so unfortunately we have a worse net run rate than South Africa. So if there wasn't a result, they would progress. But there will be. I think they need to play 20 overs each side. They've got two days to do it. I, I, they'll, they'll get enough time today. They'll get enough play today, you'd imagine. But if you are watching tonight on Fox Cricket and you see any rain, it's almost as entertaining as the cricket because I did do a game here in the IPL and they have like 100 dudes and a full ground cover. I just don't mean the square. Like 100 dudes get the ground with a full cover, and it takes them about 30 seconds. It's one of the more extraordinary things I've ever seen. So we'll be right. We'll yeah, be right mate, tonight. India, they just get cricket, that's for sure. Now, obviously, the South has got, got us on the net run rate, but, I mean, do you still give them a chance for tonight to get to the big dance because they have form of choking when it comes to that? Yeah, and, and I'm working with a lot of South Africans here, and they're – they're like, our team is going so good, but it's all in the back of everybody's minds that that's what happened to South Africa in the past. Obviously, it's a different team. They're, they've got a great batting lineup. There's, both teams bat well first and struggle a bit when chasing. So, is this, you know, whoever wins the toss, if Australia, you know, whoever wins the toss is a long way towards winning the game. So, hopefully, Paddy Cummins calls right. But, uh, you know, as good as they are, you know, we've got Mitchie Marsh and Maxie and Warner and Stark and Hazelwood, and the decision will be Stornis or Labuschagne. That will come out later on today. I think that probably leaned towards Labuschagne, and there might be a bit of turn in the deck as well. So it's um, it's built up. But the, the, the excitement here when India won last night and firecrackers going off in Kolkata, like it's... Yeah, the, the final is a place called Ahmedabad, which seats 130,000. So India are there now. So it, 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 it'll be like nothing you've ever seen if Australia get there. Who needs to fire tonight? You know, Dave Warner's on fire. Glenn Maxwell, obviously, huge at the last game. Who, um, who are the key players for Australia tonight? Well, I think in many ways it's the bowlers. Like, Zampa's been outstanding, Lukey, and, you know, he's averaging 19 with the ball, but the quicks are averaging as a group about 55. So we need early wickets with a new ball. So if Stark can swing the new ball and potentially knock over Quinton de Cock, I reckon we're halfway there. So the batsmen will make runs. I think it's the bowlers, the quicks, that um, we'll be relying on to get wickets. Um, but we'll be right. We'll be right. It's Australia and South Africa, and we know what happens in these games. And no pun intended, Howie, but there is a bit of a cloud over Dave Warner's future. I mean, a month ago we wouldn't have been discussing this, but is there a chance that he's going to play on? 
No, he's um he's he's committed to play those first three tests against Pakistan, and then and then that will be it for Dave in Test cricket. You probably see him playing white ball cricket. I think he'd like to play in the next T20 World Cup, which is in the West Indies and America. So if you're listening to this and you like cricket, there's games in New York. So I'll be starting to investigate how you can get yourself to that. <laughs> I certainly have been. So yeah, yeah I reckon. Uh, I reckon uh, the Pakistan series um, in Sydney will see Davey Warner out in his home ground. And, you know, as always, he's defied the critics and he's been a star at the top of the order and you'd expect him to get done today. Now, Howie, you've been over in India following this Cricket World Cup. You've actually put together an eight-part series on Listener for us, your, your World Cup diary. Tell us a bit about that. You can just see it in the Howie Games feed. So it's just everything recorded on my phone from... Wow. What it's like to commentate in these events, um, the, the passion for cricket, what it's like out and about on the street, uh, who you get to work with, interviews with some absolute superstars of world cricket, uh, the strange things that can happen, as in two nights ago, meeting Mick Jagger in the hotel here, just, just stuff wow. that could only happen in India. But you hear directors <laughs> and producers and star players and travelling on planes and, and being at airports, just a real behind the scenes. So if you like cricket or travel, um, I think you'll enjoy it. It just sort of—it's the journey through the excitement and the bizarreness of, of cricket in India. Oh man, it's a tough job, but someone's got to do it and get that That's tax it. claim back, Howie. Because if you do recordings, <laughs> you definitely can. That's for sure. Now you can head to the listener app and download the Howie Games wherever you get your podcasts. It is, of course, free. And watch Australia take on South Africa in the Cricket World Cup semi-final, live and free on Channel Nine and Nine. Now, thanks so much for joining us, Howie. No worries, guys. Enjoy the cricket. Go the Aussies. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.